Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Socks on Tap. I am your boy, Buzz, and I am joined by absolutely nobody. Absolutely nobody, because I am the only one who could not make it out to the ballpark tonight. You know, day job, get me down, hold me back from doing things that I want to do. But I don't need to bore you guys with all that. We need to talk about this White Sox victory tonight. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this in stride and just lead right into this. Um, first things first, little house cleaning because, you know, I'm by myself. I want to I fill the air time a little bit with some cool things. So be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature needs. And if you love podcasts just like this one, we have many of them on the network. So be sure to go check all of those out. Follow us on Twitter at SoxOnTap, at OnTapSportsNet, and you can follow me at BuzzOnTap. I think that's all my house cleaning I'm going to get to. I don't really feel like getting at anything else. So, without further ado, let's get into this game. So, what a great game. White Sox pull it out, 8-7. to seven. Um, Game started off hot. Uh, White Sox get two runs in the first inning thanks to a Yoan Mancata home run, which was just awesome. Um, you know, Lurie Garcia... Got three hits tonight, started off the game with a leadoff single there, and uh, Mankata came up, and he blasted one, man. He blasted one, and it, it was beautiful. I, I've been uh, – we've said this many times on the podcast before that I am a big fan of Yuan Mankata hitting from the second spot, and I'm going to keep riding that train and let the sun shine down on me. The fact that he crushed a home run, got us on the board right away, which is great. Um, I love when Mankata bats second. It just seems to work for the guy. Um Game was super entertaining throughout. I mean, a lot of hits. 25 combined hits today uh, for both teams. Kansas City came away with 15 hits. Um, the White Sox came away with 10. More importantly, they came away with 8 runs, while Kansas City came away with 7 runs. So I'm going to take that all day because that means we got a dub, and that's what we needed, a dub. We get a clean sweep of Kansas City, and that's exactly how it should be. Point blank period. We're the better team. I'm glad that we rebounded after a tough sweep against Minnesota that we come out and we sweep Kansas City. Sox are now sitting at 26 and 29, three games under 500. Um, Getting into the second inning now, there's a little controversy in the second inning. Tim Anderson was plunked. I mean, he was plunked. Sparkman hit him in the uh, brim of the helmet, and he was automatically thrown out. To a lot of dis, uh, disdain from a lot of Kansas City Royal fans on Twitter, to a lot of um, you know cheers from White Sox fans on Twitter, um, it was. Do I think he should have been thrown out? You know what? Considering the circumstances of what has happened between Tim and the Kansas City Royals this year, um, if you don't know what I'm alluding to, it was the whole you know everybody run out on the field after Tim Anderson's bat flip, all the the talk which led to a Tim Anderson suspension. We've talked about that enough. Don't really need to rehash any of it. But I digress. I think he should have been thrown out regardless because I am biased. So you plunked him. You could have literally plunked anybody else, and this probably wouldn't have been an issue, but you hit him in the brim of the helmet. Um, you, you caused this on yourself, man. I, do I think it was intentional? Like, no, I don't think it was intentional after watching it back quite a few times. But, hey, it was Tim Anderson that got plunked. There's history there. I don't blame the ump for it. Point blank period. I think that it, it was the right call to make. So, um, yeah. But I mean, besides that happening in the second inning, it was a five-run second inning. It was a five-run second inning, and it was beautiful. Um, highlighted by a Jose Abreu home run, which was a three-run blast, um, which was just great to see. 
Jose, you know, uh, getting it, you know, digging deep, getting in there. The team seemed to rally together after Tim got hit, and like I said, putting together a beautiful, um, you know, uh, just just a beautiful second inning there, just getting the five runs that we absolutely needed. Um, you know, we were already up, we were up two to one at that time, and then we go up seven to one. So it was a beautiful thing. See Jose Abreu, you do his thing, crush a ball, and then um, followed by an immediate out from Yonder Alonso. Just had to throw that in there for. Uh, for, for some Yonder Alonzo fans that uh, just keep telling me that he'll get it. But, yeah, so James McCann, he played a great game as well. Once again, um, you know, he came away with a crucial, crucial double there um, in the bottom of the eighth inning that uh, Tim Anderson eventually hit his own double to score James McCann for the game-winning run. Um, so that was great. You know, I mean, this whole game was just fun to watch. It was a fun baseball game. Eloy had a hit tonight. Um, he did strike out twice, um, once. I'm sorry. He did strike out once. I was hoping that he was going to hit his first dinger because, uh, you know, Tony and Johnny Nani, my boys, are there. A lot with Andrew Kinsler, I believe, was there. I think he won the 50-50 raffle. I believe I saw that tweet. My phone's on the other side of the room, so I'm not going to go look right now. I guess I could pull it up in the web browser, but I'm not going to do that either. But, uh, yeah, the boys were there tonight, so I was hoping Eloy can get his first home run at the rate tonight. Did not happen, but I guarantee that they will take an 8-7 to victory. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're very, very happy about that, getting a clean sweep of Kansas City there. Um, guy I want to talk about real quick was Ronaldo Lopez. He kind of struggled again. Um, he gave up 12 hits, 5.2 innings pitched, only struck out three. He walked two. Um he gave up five earned runs as well. Uh, Ronaldo struggled a little bit. I mean, he had a really, really bad um, sixth inning. So I think that's what did it. He, I think, believe he threw like 30 pitches that inning. So, um, you know, just just not a great outing from, from Ronaldo. He was holding his composure there for a little bit. You know, he had only given up one run up until that sixth inning. And then the wheels kind of started to fall off. I mean, it wasn't bad up until that sixth inning. I don't know why he was left in so long after struggling mightily at, like he did. But... It is what it is. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping, you know, I, I keep saying on every one of these podcasts when Ronaldo Lopez comes up to, to pitch, you know, it's, it's his turn that he's going to, you know, he's going to get it back, man. He's, you know, he's going to get his strikeout numbers back up. He's going to, you know, he, he's going to rebound. And it just hasn't happened yet. And I, I don't know what's going on. But hopefully he can, uh, you know, really figure that out and, uh, you know, get back on track. I mean, because you, you have Lucas Giolito who's just been pitching fire lately and, you know, he can't do it by himself. He needs Ronaldo Lopez to step up a little bit. But, again, I can't be too upset about anything. You know, he, he you know, we won the game. We won the ball game here. So, uh, Jace Fry came in. Uh, he, he got a hold there. Evan Marshall came in. Kelvin Herrera actually picked up the win. Um, he did give up two earned runs, which, you know, he has not looked the same since that back tweak that he had a couple weeks back. But, you know, he he did give up two runs there, which which tied the game. But, uh, you know, the White Sox offense was able to come out and, uh, you know, bail them out in, in the bottom of the eighth there. Uh, Colome comes on and he gets a save, another save for Alex Colome. So great, you know, great job. That guy has been at an absolute fire. I've seen some trade rumors regarding his name. I really hope that doesn't happen. Um, you know, I, I'd really like to keep him around. He, he just... He's electric, and it's cool to have that in your bullpen, a guy that you know that's going to come in and basically he's going to shut it down. 
he is going to make sure that victory is picked up. And it's just something that I, I really love having coming out of our bullpen. Other notable moments in this game, you know, Charlie Tilson picks up an RBI. Yomir Sanchez picks up an RBI. Like I said earlier in the uh, in the show, you know, Tim Anderson gets a game-winning RBI. A great game from uh, Lurie Garcia. He is going to be my pick. Uh, I mean, I know, obviously, Tim Anderson, you know, drove in the game-winning rung. Jose Obreu had a three-run blast. Yoan Makata had a two-run blast. Um, but Lurie Garcia in the field tonight played out of his mind. And at the plate, he played out of his mind. He had three hits. He scored twice. It's ideally what you want your leadoff guy to do, in my opinion. Um, th- I mean, it's just he played a great game. So shout out to Nani. I know he was rocking the jersey out there tonight, um, the Lurie Garcia jersey. But I-, I think he's my player of the game just for that reason alone. I mean, he he just played a hell of a game. He was everywhere in the field. He was getting on base when we needed him to. And, you know, it's just, it's a great thing. You know, it's, it's a great thing when everything clicks. You know, you get really high about this team and you get really low about this team. Coming out of the weekend, coming back from the land of cheese, after the sweep in Minnesota, when I say land of cheese, that's where I was uh, on, on vacation for a couple days there. But coming back and seeing what everything that happened with, the, you know, the Minnesota series and just, and just losing that so bad, you know, you're kind of sitting low. But then they come out and they beat a team that they're supposed to beat. And that's a good thing. You know, it, it just it feels good. You get high and then you get low. I'm telling y'all, if the pitching was there, if the pitching was there, it would be, you know, <laughs> man, it, this team would look a lot different. This team would look a lot different. You know, and this is something that I had talked about with Sean Sierra on um, Sean and I in the morning this morning. I was, you know, fortunate enough to go on there. I've been able to go on that show quite a few times. And Sean had asked me a question, you know, man, would you go sign Dallas Keuchel? Would you know what what would you do to make this team look different, at least in the pitching aspect of things? And I just I keep telling myself, damn man, like if you just do give up that second pick, you know, you swallow the pride, you know, who, you know, you don't draft Steel Walker, <laughs> you know, uh, or a guy like that, you know, and you just go and you sign Dallas Keuchel and you and you bring up Dylan Cease, who had another great outing tonight. Six strikeouts, uh, six hits, I believe two earned runs, and, and six innings of work there for Charlotte. That kid's just wasting innings down there at this point in time. He should be up. And, you know, you can, you can have a, a legitimate starting rotation with, with you know, Giolito, uh, you know, Keuchel, uh, Dylan Cease, and Ronaldo Lopez in that fifth spot. You could just leave Nova there so we're not, you know, trotting out Manny Banuelos or Dylan Covey. You know, it, uh, that, that could be a whole podcast. That, that'll probably be saved for something in Chai Sox Weekly. Or, you, you know, I mean, we've talked about it on Chai on Tap with Buzz and Juice. So we've talked about that, show, you know, that possibility of signing Keuchel and, and what it would do. It's just when you see a team like this that, that, that gets there and then they don't get there and then they get there and they don't get there, the better the, the good pitching will, will put them over, you know, put them over to get them at least into a wild card spot where I think the Sox realistically can be if they did have good pitching this year. But, again, that's a Chai Sox weekly thing or a Chai on tap thing. It was a great victory tonight. Sweep has been completed. We're moving on. And we are moving on tomorrow, May 30th, 710 p.m. Central. It will be Manny Benuelos against Carlos Carrasco, the Chicago White Sox against the Cleveland Indians. Manny Benuelos has been struggling mightily. He is two and four with a seven point one seven I'm sorry, seven point seven one ERA and thirty-five innings pitched. Uh he's let up forty-four hits. He's got struck out thirty-six. Um, he's walked 22 and he's let up 10 home runs. Going up against Carlos Carrasco, who's four and five with a 4.60 ERA, 58 
innings pitched, 64 hits, 72 strikeouts, 10 walks, and 13 home runs let up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's where we're at with that right now. The White Sox did move to 14 and 13 at home. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> They're one game over 500 at home, which is great. So walking into tomorrow's game, I'm going to give you guys my pick to click. I did choose Eloy Jimenez for tonight's game. It did not work out that way. I am going to stick true. I'm going to stick with Eloy once again. I'm going to pick Eloy Jimenez as the White Sox pick to click tomorrow. I, I just I feel that home home run is coming. He is going to hit a home run at the rate. It's going to be crucial. And we're going to come in there. We're going to stay hot. We're going to stay hot here. The Indians are 13-13 and 13 on the road. They're about to go 13-14 and 14 on the road. Sox are going to take game one in the series itself. Uh, we'll see how uh, game one goes before I make my predictions because every time I make a prediction um, that the Sox are going to win the series, they don't. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut on the series in general, and I'm going to take it day by day because that's what the White Sox should be doing right now, taking each game day by day, game by game. So I'm going to go Sox win tomorrow. Eloy Jimenez hits a home run. He hits it off a slider, which means we get our White Sox sliders, and he hits a dinger. So as soon as you eat our White Sox slider, a White Castle slider, I'm sorry, Get the White Castle slider, then he hits a dinger. Get a hostess ding-dong. Eat those two things together, man. That's what we're looking for. I'm very excited about uh, uh, about this next series. I'm excited about everything. I am I feel like I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew right now. I'm actually hopped up on Miller Lite, and um, it's a horrible mixture. Miller Lite and orange vanilla Coke. I feel like I'm flying. I feel like I'm flying high right now. Maybe it's because of that win I just witnessed. Maybe it's because of the sugar. Maybe it's because I'm a little buzzed up. You know, Buzz likes to get buzzed. That's no secret. But I'm flying high right now. So hopefully tomorrow Manny Banuelos does not suck too bad. And, and no offense to Manny. I You know, I know you're doing your best, buddy. It, it's just you, you've been bad. You've been bad. But the White Sox really don't have any other options right now. Or they choose not to look at the other options. So hopefully Manny Banuelos can come out tomorrow. Remain competitive, not give up a lot of runs, and let this offense go to work like they've been doing. With minimal runs scored, if the White Sox can, you know, pitchers can hold teams to two to four runs a game, somewhere in there, this offense can pick them up, I think, at least 80% of the time. So uh, that's all I got for today on Sox on Tap. Uh, for my co-host, which is me, because I'm by myself, because my friends left me at home by myself, I am your boy Buzz. Let's go Sox. Be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports needs. Have a great day. Go White Sox.